001, the second class, Shir and Bitochan. You didn't miss anything. <laughs> you missed that we thank Mr. Schaefer for the use of our house. That we have okay, so we were talking about concentrating and focusing on the parts of davening which talk about Bitochan. And we're saying it's, it's a lifetime avoda. It's very hard. It's easy to say the words, but it's very hard not to rely on the things that we do. So the Emir Hashem, Shara Bitochon, will teach us how to develop Bitochon, and it'll tell us the proper amount of Hishtadlus to do, and how to feel about the Hishtadlus, and where to draw the line. And Emir Hashem, it, it, it's an avoda, as I said. Some people look at Bitochon as just a feeling that everything's Biat Hashem, and whatever happens, happens. That's certainly that's how some define it. Others define it as a sort of a that you, everything's bad Hashem and whatever he does is for the good. So it's that attitude that everything's for the best, which again is, is certainly a true attitude. And some say it's ideally is that you trust in Hashem so much he indeed fulfills everybody here people here heard the story of the gold watch with the briskarov and right, he gets the gold watch because he truly developed his bitachon to that degree. Some say it means hope. There's Rabbeinu Yona in Mishlei that really implies that it just means to hope. That's how he defines it. And all these things have their place, but I, I prefer to see it as an active verb, an active avoda. Our responsibility is to work on relying on Hashem. And it's like once a day, you should try to do it in a simple manner, to realize, as we'll learn now in the Chavis Alvavos and Mitzvah Hashem today, that there's no such thing as an independent person. No one's truly independent. Everyone is always relying HaKadosh Baruch Hu created a world with his interdependence. You're always relying on someone else or something else. No one can be said to be truly independent. So to stop and to focus that your real reliance is on Hashem and to say it. Rabbi Gdamilla's Atzal always used to say but make sure you say it when no one can hear you because they'll think you're crazy. So Say it to yourself that I'm, I'm I'm really relying on Hashem, not on the not on the engineer, not on the person that's driving the bus, and not on the person crossing the street. I'm not I'm not relying. I'm re, I'm really relying on Hashem, right? And you think that, but you have to mean it. And if you really meant it, then you wouldn't be nervous that it, you. You're going about it at nine thirty instead of nine o'clock, which right? Because if that's how you know if you really mean it, because if you really mean it, then there's no difference between nine and nine thirty. So you're half hour late. So you started doing whatever you're doing. You start you, you you're looking for a job and you you know you, you started off the day late. So okay, well, you're relying on Hashem. There's Hashem. There's no difference. So if you were lazy, that's a bad me. The laziness then you should worry. But the the petty things that throw us off and that make us right away, that, that, that give us stress, that stress us out, 
that make us anxious, anxious and nervous. So if we really meant it that we're relying on Hashem, you put an ad in the paper, you worry. A customer's going to come. So you wouldn't worry. If you really meant it, that you're not relying on the ad. You're putting in the ad because that's what a person is supposed to do. But you're, of course, relying on Hashem. So then you won't be nervous. Because if you're relying on Hashem, there's nothing to be nervous about. If you're relying on the ad, then you have to be nervous someone should see it, and you're nervous that they should notice it, and they shouldn't read your competitor's ad, and all sorts of things stress us out. But if if you're truly relying on Hashem, then that won't happen. So we have to develop it. So let's start with Chavis Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. If it's... If it's, yeah, if it's a baby, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, a lot of times, if you're if you're worrying about something, let's say using the example of the ad in the paper, so you put an ad in the paper and you're worrying, are people going to? It doesn't necessarily have to be a, a stira with your bitachon because you say whatever happens is for the best. It's on a kashbarku's hands, but you want to know what's going to be. So that's what the worrying is about, not necessarily the worrying about. Well, that's a different mead, though. First of all, you brought up a different mead that whatever happens is for the best. It's Um, in Hashem's hands. Yeah, that's not... I'm 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 stating that's not... I'm relying on Hashem to get me customers. I'm relying on Hashem. So then what was the purpose of the ad to begin with? Because it's a shtadlus. If it wouldn't be... And maybe you have to ask a shayla. I had someone ask me a shayla. Should I take a full page ad? Why... I should take a half page yet. Why do I need a full page yet for? What's the difference? Is there a difference between a full page yet and a half page yet? I'm not going to say what I answered him, mm-hmm. but the, it's a very good, you, you, hit, you hit it on the nose. So why take an ad? We only take an ad because Hashem wants us to do what's, what's considered to be normal hishtadlus. Why Hashem created a world, Chavis will talk about and he will give certain suggestions why Hashem constructed the world in that way. But but it's, 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 that's exactly the point. The end is, we do what we have to do, and, but we rely on Hashem. And that's <coughs> if you're relying on Hashem, there's nothing to be worried about. Then you'll fe- if you're truly relying on Hashem, then you won't worry. It, there's no place for worry. You might worry, Shem, and you grow you see, if you're relying on Hashem, you say, maybe I don't deserve to have customers. Maybe I'm, I'm, I may be Yigro Machet. That Bechavis Halvavis will talk about. Why? Because one of his principles is that a person with Bitochon will not have stress, will not be anxious. But then he talks about the Shem Yigro Machet. Maybe you'll be anxious about that. So he, he'll talk about it. Okay. Yeah, but if you're, let's say, you're relying on Hashem that a test uh, for, to check for an illness, Hashem, and if you're relying on Hashem that everything's going to go okay, and if it... No, that's very important. You see, if... if, if what makes you not Relying on Hashem does not mean that everything will be okay. Right. That, that's so my point. How do you get point. the nerve, the, the anxiety... Now, if something exists... You're talking about a different scenario now, you, and it's a very good question. You're, you're saying, let's say something exists already. Right. There's a state that exists, and you have to find out what it is. And you're nervous because maybe it's something, it's not good news. Right. So how should you feel about that? 
So there, your attitude would be that you're relying on Hashem to take care of you. That that would be your attitude. And if it comes that positive, that's taking care of you? You're relying on Hashem that He's taking care of you. That He's taking care of your health. Not the doctor's taking care of your health. Not the... Not, not the lab technicians taking care of your health, not the doctor, not the person who's telling you what this means. These people are not, are just shluchim. Hashem is taking care of your health. So maybe it'll turn out to be benign, maybe it'll turn out to be something more serious, but there's a refuah for it. Hashem's taking care of your health. If you develop that feeling, that, that that attitude, that reliance, that I'm relying on Hashem to take care of my health. So then, so whatever <laughs> so whatever will happen, will happen. You see, you say you go on a bus, right, and you're relying on the driver to take you to Yerushalayim. So maybe it'll be a flat tire. Yeah, maybe they will, maybe they won't, but you, you know you'll get there. I mean, you're relying. They, they, they're responsible to get you there. You, you punch your ticket. So maybe the bus will break down. Maybe it'll run out. You don't worry about these things because you've, you're relying on them. You're sitting back. You fell asleep. <laughs> and you're going to wake up. You're going to be in Yerushalayim. That's what it means to rely on someone else. A, a person... Say a person is very, very wealthy. Right? You ever notice... This is how we think that if a person is very wealthy, we really put wealth in the place of Hashem. We like to think, if, if I was only rich, let's say money meant nothing to me. I had like, oodles and oodles of money. We all dream about that. Right? It's all in the, the bank. Lotter. So you say, and then someone came and told you, you know, your child's failing in school. No problem. I'll hire a tutor. You're, just, you're sick. You're developed. No problem. I'll hire the best doctors. Right? So we, you, you're not... You, you feel you can face anything. We feel, either subconsciously or consciously, <laughs> that if we only had a limitless source of money, if we had a limitless source of money, then nothing would bother us. We'll just, the kids will get, you know, I'll hire another babysitter, I'll hire another tutor, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I'll do anything, you know, no, nothing is going to get in my way. So if we substitute Hashem for oodles of money, because oodles of money doesn't do the trick, and nobody has oodles of money, and even if they did, they could lose it like that. But if we substitute HaKadosh Baruch Hu for that, and we truly feel that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is there, and we're always just relying on Him, then the fear and the nervousness will dissipate. It's really a little... It's not an easy thing. And it's not a simple thing. And... We really, that's why I want to learn Chavis Halvav Bitachon, and it's many, many pages long, and it's going to take many, many weeks to learn it. And he deals really with all these issues. So I feel kind of funny talking about everything that comes up when we're beer, we, we've barely started. We haven't even started. So maybe we should start. That's the answer. Okay. Hashar Haravi, so this is the, the Psicha, the, the introduction. The previous shahr discussed avodah salokim and a person's basic uh, obligation to 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 be also to be involved in in, in doing Hashem's will and grad uh, uh, as 
people know, or if you don't know, you'll hear it now, that the basic Chavis Haldovis's approach to that is Hakaras Hatov. That's where it comes from, the Chiyuv to be involved in Avodah Hashem. Ro'isi, I saw fit. Lahasmich Lekach, as Hadover. Now, Kapach says, Hachomur Biyoser. Al Ha'oved as Hashem Yusale. But I see Ibn Tibon says, Hatzorich Biyoser. So I'm not quite sure what Kapach meant by it. But in this case, on the, based on the flow of the sentences, I like Ibn Tibon's translation better. I'm not sure what he meant to capture by the word Chomor. It's certainly essential, and it's very essential, but the flow of the of, of what we're going to be learning now, it fits in better, really, to say Hatzorich Biyoser. It's the most necessary. I want to now talk about the most necessary thing on someone, the most necessary thing to someone who wants to serve Hashem. In the previous hour, I talked about a person's obligation to do Hashem's will in this world, to do things that pleases Hashem, to do things that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has pleasure from, that He wants us to do. So now the most essential thing to someone serving Hashem is that in all your matters, whether it's spiritual or physical, olam hazeh matters or olam habo matters, we should have bitachon. We should rely on Hashem. That's the most necessary attitude that there is. Why? Because that carries in it the most benefits. hados when it comes to Ruchni Yustika Matters, for Olam, and Gashmi Yustika Matters. Chaitanya says an amazing thing in this, these first few lines. He says, he doesn't say it's the, I would have said, or I would have expected him to say, it's the most essential thing, because it's, it has to do with Emuna. It's, it's putting Emuna into practice, because we certainly believe Hashem runs the world, we believe Hashem exists, we believe He runs the world, we believe in Ashkocha Pratis, we believe that He controls everything, we believe He's omnipotent and omniscient and knows everything and is in charge of everything. So, so, so the very next step, as we said this week in the name of the Ramban, that that emuna should bear fruit, in the words of the Ramban, is to have bitachon and to, to, to make it real, to, to really believe it and to act in our own lives with that certainty that that's the case. But he, he doesn't even say that. He says, the first thing I want to talk about is bitachon, because that's the most essential thing. Why? Because that has the most benefits. Because that'll help us the most in our Avodas Hashem. That's how the Chodesh Avodas puts it down. That'll help us the most. It has the most benefits, meaning it'll help us the most as we go through life. It'll help us the most in Ruchnius, and it'll help us the most in Gashmius. That's the Chiddush, because that's the Chiddush. You say, what'll help me the most in Gashmius is, 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 is money, or power, or, um, yeah, power, power and money. That's what'll help me the most. If I'm able to control things, and I'll be able to do what I want. She says, no, what will help you the most in spiritual matters and in physical matters 
is having bitachon. And now in the Hakdama, he's going to list, and I don't know if people here are familiar with the Sefer Chaydas Halvavas or not, but he's very, Chaydas is very, he's like an analyst. And when you go through, he's always making lists. And he's saying, okay, there are seven aspects to this, and five aspects to this, and 13 differences between A and B. He has a very, I don't know, I call it mathematical mind, analytical mind, a statistical mind. That's his style. His style is very, very number analytical, and he's always making lists. So maybe it's easy to chazer. As you go through the day, you could review the Chayvis Halavis. You try to remember the, the seven things he talked about. So in this Hagdoma, he goes through the, the, the benefits of Bitochon, how it helps you. It's really a very smart way to start off. He must have been a very modern uh, pedagogue. He says, the reason I'm going to talk about this first is because this helps you the most in your life. Okay? So he starts off saying, First I'll talk about Ruchnius. How does it help you in your Ruchnius? So the first thing he says is, Mehen Menuchas Nafsho. He talks about Gashmius, really, because the truth is, in this world, we really can't develop our Ruchnius without proper Gashmius. That's how Hashem created the world. He created a world of Gashmius that we use, that we use, and uh, that we use, and we have to have a degree of it, and He wants us to work on it and have it in order to then turn our attention to spiritual matters. So he talks about Menuchas Nefesh, that you can't develop, he's saying an amazing thing here. I mean, it's not amazing, he's saying a fundamental thing. You can't develop your Ruchnius, you can't develop your relationship with Hashem. You can't work on your Ruchnius unless you're serene, unless you're calm, unless you're you're not stressed out, you're not nervous, you're not anxious, you're not upset, you're not depressed, you don't have stress. You have to work on these things. Menuchas nefesh. A person has to be calm and serene. So the very first benefit that Pitochon will give you in spiritual matters, he says, is that it'll it'll have you be calm. It'll calm you down. It'll calm you down from stress and from anxiety and from nervousness. Mehen Menuchas Nafsho, Vihishano, and his reliance, his, his serenity, and his reliance, Alboro Yusala. You're serene, you, you're like walking with Hashem, you, you, your buddies, your buddies with Hashem, and He's taking care of you. You're relying on Him to get you through the day, you're relying on Him to have supper ready on time. He's there, He's with you. So you just, that's all. So if he wants you to, you will. And if he doesn't, you won't. So everybody has to do their best. Because that's what Hashem wants of us. But the reliance, you know, it's not in your hands. Something can happen, and the plans of the whole day can turn upside down. So you know it's not up to you. That you don't control it. So you're relying on Hashem. al-rabo. Now, I don't think he means, 
Chayav, like you say, the Ebed is mechuyiv. The Ebed is not obligated. You wouldn't talk about a servant, a slave, being obligated to rely on his master. It's much deeper than an obligation. It's it's the natural state of the Ebed. The Ebed has nothing. The Ebed knows he has nothing. Right? He, he has nothing. He, he wakes up and he, he has nothing is his own. He could be out in the street tomorrow. So he's, we would say in Hebrew, I guess, we would say he's mechuyiv to rely on his master. But not mechuyiv in the sense of, oh, I'm mechuyiv to make a bracha. I am obligated to do this. The Ebed is not obligated to rely on his master. He, you say like, I, I'm, I'm mechuyiv, I'm mechuyiv, I, I owe somebody $10. You say, I'm mechuyiv. Right? In that sense, it's a state. It's not something that you're obligated. You say a person's mechuyiv hodah. I owe you, you know, I, I have to give you thanks. So he's, that's what he means. He means just like a, an Ebed, his natural state, he has to. He has to rely on his Rav. He has nothing of his own. So we have to rely on Hashem because there is nothing else to rely on. And now, Chavitavodah says a tremendous chedish and a very big principle that we, this principle in itself can be talked about much. He says, Lefishim lo yiftachal Hashem, yiftachal zulaso. That's what I said before. No one is truly independent. A person will say, I don't trust anybody. I don't have faith in anybody. I only have faith in what I could feel or smell or taste myself, what I know to be true. But that's not true. Right? Then he'll get on a plane. And he's trusting the pilot that he knows how to fly, that he's not drunk, that he slept enough the night before, that he's not upset at somebody or something, and his mind doesn't wander as he works the controls. You're always relying on something else. Well, you're relying on your own intelligence. So you're relying on your ability to do things. You're relying on your on your mind to work. You're relying on your uh, on your avarim to respond to your command. So the Chavos Avodos now says very very it's a little difficult concept to to if someone relies on something other than Hashem indeed Hashem says, Okay, have it your way. You want to forget about me? And rely and he's not talking about a person that's trying and struggling because <laughs> otherwise we'd be lost because this is a lifetime of avoda. When a person it's very easy to give an example here from Israel, right? Very, that's the easiest thing. You want to rely on America for your security? You want to rely on them? Okay, have it your way. Indeed, Hashem removes a certain level of Ashkocha Protis where Hashem is taking care of you and Hashem is carrying you, so to speak, and Hashem is watching over every 
and bestowing everything you do and bestowing chesed upon you and Hashem says, oh, you, you want to rely on this person? You want to rely, you, 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 you can't wait to finish davening because you have to go to someone for a loan. So you, you, you zip through davening and you go to that person for a loan? Okay. You know what? I'll, I'll let you, Taka, have to rely on that person and let's see how far you get. And this is an amazing thing he says. He says, Hashem calibrates the degree to which he indeed is carrying you to your level of bitachon. Someone who trusts in something other than Hashem, Mesalek Hashem, a tremendous chiddush, is a rishon. This is a rishon. Mesalek Hashem hashkachaso mimenu. Hashem removes his personal hashkacha from him. Umosro pide also shenishan olav. So if you forget about Hashem, and we express our bitachon much of the time through davening sometimes it's hard to just talk about it in the middle of the day right, it's an attitude but davening is probably the, I would think Tehillim and davening is the prime place where we express it but Hashem says are you, are you having faith in the doctor okay, have it your way the year bedargas mishanem bohem and here we have Klal Yisrael Exactly in the time of Bias Rishon, exactly I'll say like Israel today because it's it's such a just a beautiful example how they keep relying on. I mean, you're talking about people who have no concept of Hashem, so it's not a, even a chiddush, but it's just this dynamic where you end up relying on something, and then whatever you're relying on turns around and betrays you, or is shown to be an empty shell or are shown to have not your best interests at heart, or can't even take care of themselves. <laughs> even if they had your best interests at heart, and even if they were truly your friend, but they can't even take care of themselves. So the Novi says, and it, 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 he has a right from a Pesach in Yermio, and the Pesach is a tremendous Chiddush. The Novi is talking about Bnei Yisrael doing Avodah Zorah, so you'd say what they do wrong, and then doing Avodah Zorah. So the Novi analyzes it and says, Kishtayim rose also Ami. They're doing two specific things wrong. Osi Ozvu Mikor Mayim Chayim. They left me. So you'd say, what comes after that? <laughs> right? What comes after that? They left Hashem. They did Amadu Zorah. The Novi says, Hashem has a time on you. Lachsov Lohem Boros Boros Nishborim. You went and you dug in the Novi's uh, uh, picture. You dug useless, broken, broken uh, pits, uh, useless pits. Hashem says to us, you know, I could maybe understand it if you did something worthwhile. You're not allowed to. You get navera. You'll even get punished. But that's only half the story. It deepens the betrayal. It, it like exhibits a foolishness. It exhibits am novel chacham, or on a personal level, people. You say you, you're trusting this person to to give you a job. You're trusting. What is he? Who says he's secure? And who says who says he can help you? Who says he wants to help you? 
who says he's going to do what's best for you. So the Navi splits it into two. Shtayim rol, Sosami. You left Hashem and and you gained nothing. It's not even, a, it's no contest. What you do? So it exhibits such a, a shiftless, it exhibits a really, such a lack of trust in Hashem, such a lack of knowledge of what Hashem is, that you'd, you're running to Boros, Boros, Nishborim. And that's really always the case, because that, that's what the point of the Chavis Haldobos is. That any, we always trust in something. So to the degree that we remove our trust from Hashem and we trust in anything else, we should realize that anything else we're trusting in is temporary. Anything else we're relying on is temporary. We don't even know we have, we have no, if, if it's able to do it, if it wants to do it. Who says it will be able to do it? We don't know. It, it's nothing. It, 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 it can have an obstacle in helping us and doing doesn't want to, it changes its mind. Well, well it's Boros Nishborim. So that's, so Hashem set up that dynamic, that if you do do it, then he says, okay, have it your way. And, and, and Venera, like my Yuchalomosov, so to speak. Okay, we'll stop here. I, I don't know. We'll see how this works with these questions. I don't know. Isn't the best example of not having trust is when one takes team tickets in a raffle because one wants to win it. Whereas Hashem can give it to you on one ticket. Yeah, so... What I'm saying that... Well, I don't know. I, I have a door on, in my apartment in Yerushalayim. And if you turn it once, it locks. But then it turns again. Right, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? In Israel, it like locks yes. again. So I, I, I lock it twice when I leave my house. But I don't understand why. <laughs> why am I locking it a second could, time? You can't get the key out otherwise. <laughs> I'll show you to it. No, you could lock it once. Why am I locking it? It's really a chisar and bitachon. If you leave your door open, that's ta- that, that's foolishness. A lot of gun of them around, and you're not allowed to leave your door open, or even unlocked, unfortunately. Even on Sarotskin, I'm sorry to say. Even in Yushalayim on Sarotskin, you can't leave your door unlocked. It's a lot of Arabs around. <laughs> we'll be down the cuts close. The, store, the stores, unfortunately, hire Arabs to work, and there's a lot of Arabs making deliveries, and they like to quickly open a door, run in, snatch a pocketbook, and run out. But why am I locking it twice? And I ask myself this, and I try to only lock it once. I say, I'm relying on Hashem. So there's no difference once or twice. That I don't think. Can someone tell me, maybe, if you make me feel not so bad? Tell me if you lock it is, once. Where does the job just come in? Like, where, right. Why, so, why uh, isn't maybe, maybe twice is making it harder for the... But how much harder? Like, <laughs> it's not logical to me. It's certainly going to stop the casual kind of. I mean, and two locks is not going to stop the determined Ghana either. So what about an alarm on a house? Everything's a question. I, I, I really hesitate to, to, to flippantly answer you. It, everything is an issue. Yeah, Everything should be an issue. Every step we take should be an issue. Yeah. The more locks or the deeper they go, 
even the more determined gun, it, gives, it takes more time for him right. to get in. He has more likelihood of you coming home, somebody walking by. But maybe, maybe, but maybe uh, it's, but even if I'm not on a high madrega bitachon, maybe I should be. How much of a madrega bitachon do you have to be on to say that no ganav will get past one lock? It no. Because that already is like crossing a highway, right, against the light, with cars coming and saying, I trust in Hashem to protect me. That you're not allowed to do. So it's true, in some areas, perhaps, Locking the door is itself potentially problematic. Unfortunately, and I'm afraid in urban areas, it's you know locking the door is something that you must do. But to lock it twice, I feel very weird about, and I try very much not to. I have to work on it. But you're just buying yourself more time. If somebody's like going to try, the harder it is to get in. But so, so where do you draw the line? So then I can buy an alarm system, and then I could hire a security guard. But at some uh, point you're saying I no longer trust him, Jim. Right. So where's that point? I think the point should be after one lock, after one turn. But one lock is not hard to break. Down there. It's okay. not difficult. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if, uh, if, if that's the case, if that's the case, then in the If that's considered, if, if you would call the police and say, based on your statistics, based on your knowledge, uh, like, I, I want to get just one luck, it's cheaper. Like, what do you recommend? And they'll say, don't be foolish, don't be foolish, lady. They they get they cut through that like a hot knife through butter. But that's why they have rubber, rubber that's, in this country, because with one lock it isn't If that's the case, then then that becomes your basic histadlus level, if that's the case. I would think that it has more to do with the symbiosis that was described here. That the more pitokan you have... The more you rely on other things, the less HaKadosh Baruch Hu will have his specific Hashgaha. So it's not a matter of me trusting HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's about me trusting my own level of Bitochon. I might not be on the level that I can afford to have the flimbious lock. I don't have that kind of Bitochon. I need to go to the best doctor. Because any doctor is my Shadlis, maybe. Yeah, any but, but then how, but the person has to work on themselves. What's wrong with the second... The, should, does a person feel be it, that they don't have enough bitachon to go to the second best doctor in the whole country? Shouldn't you try to get an appointment at the first doctor? I'm not sure why. What's wrong with the second doctor? Any doctor. What's wrong with the second best doctor? Because he's done more surgeries. He's had more experience with that particular. If the gap between the first and the second is that, maybe, maybe you're right. But if it's just a question, Jews, unfortunately, I. I have I mean, a tendency. We have to get the best doctor. What's wrong with the second best? What's wrong with the second best? What you don't? What's wrong with the second best? Honestly, what's wrong with the second best? Do you read in the paper every day that the, that the, everybody botches operations? They botch operations. Only the best doctors don't botch operations. Why? What's wrong with the second best? I don't know. I'm like, sure, I'm You know, the second best is pretty good, and the third best is pretty good. If you want to tell me you don't want to go to some guy that just graduated medical school, you know, I, uh, Jackie Mason has a joke. You know, you go to a you go to a doctor, you know, and but he flunked stomach. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and they're going to him with a stomach problem, and he flunked stomach. He he graduated school, but he flunked stomach. He just got an A in lungs. <laughs> you have a problem. So that's his joke. Good. So he, maybe he's right. But the best doctor, I feel very not comfortable with that. My son had to get a had a hernia, I think. So you know, we went and we called up the Benny. Benny go to the hospital. The people, mice and people get hurt. Yes, they fix them. Come on, really. But the best is subjective, anyways. Not always. Talk about his stadlus. They all have track hit records until you meet the one person that had a lousy experience with that same doctor. But you're relying on Hashem. So you go to a competent doctor. So you need the best doctor. What's wrong with a competent doctor? Well, it, it's it's not partial. I'm not sitting here condemning anyone or anybody or Benny Fisher, really. But it's something to think about. It's something we have to deal with. What's wrong with a competent doctor? Why doesn't a competent doctor feel, fill the need of Ishtadlus? Because I'm relying on Hashem anyway. So what's wrong with competent? Because if you're... If you had a, a spiritual issue and you wanted to discuss something in Rechnius... So you would go to a Chash of a Rav. Excellent, because okay. in so Rukh Niyus you're not supposed to so have the Tachon. Why not just go to your next-door neighbor who got smichas? Because, okay because, <laughs> because we're going to learn that in Rukh Niyus the Kamadis, you're not supposed to have the Tachon. We're going to learn that. Okay. <laughs> and besides, people do come to me. <laughs> it's difficult it's really hard to bat out answers and somebody asked me someone here someone asked me a few years ago they took a ticket and it was more expensive to go El Al than Continental but the security on El Al is better are they doing something wrong that was the question to me so I, and, and the flight was, I said, when's your flight? They said, uh, tomorrow or in a few days. I say, now you have to go allow. Because there's no mitzvah to go continental and sit there with your heart thumping the whole time. <laughs> and your palms sweating. The time to have asked me the question was six months ago. When you could have learned through Shara Bitochem. <laughs> then you need preparation. What's wrong with continental? They don't hijack planes every day, you know. Really. So the amount of security that allow adds, is that hishtatlus or is that a chisar and bitachon? So it's a question. But my point was, indeed, as you said, at the time the person asked me the question, I said, you better go allow. You're not accomplishing, you're not accomplishing anything by going continental and being nervous. <laughs> the point is not to be nervous. Not to go, there's no mitzvah to be nervous. Like people ask me, they were going to Hebron for Shabbos. I think it was no gaya. So I said, will you be nervous? They said, yes. I said, you're not allowed to go. <laughs> I can't tell you to have bitachon. It takes a few months at least. But you're not allowed to go. It'll ruin your Shabbos. You're not allowed to go if you're going to be nervous. <laughs> Statistics are very important. Right. Does that play a role? I, st- I, I think so, but I think statistics always end up 